At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. On 95 of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway and also on 270 both ways. Outbound of the Key Bridge, though, just as you get on the bridge, right lane is still blocked because of the missing manhole cover. WTOP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Let's go next to Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. From the 30s to the 20s, our temperatures will be dropping fast again tonight with just a few scattered clouds and light winds. Your high temperature tomorrow, 44 degrees with mostly cloudy skies. Tomorrow's 44 degree high temperature will be the warmest it's been in a little more than a week. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Georgetown, 35 degrees. Bowie is at 30. Leesburg, 31. Many of us down to the 20s overnight. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. And coming up, developing this evening. Is she in or is she out? The latest on the status of Montgomery County's school superintendent. I'm Kate Ryan. A teenager dead, another injured in a shooting near the Deanwood Metro Station in northeast D.C. It's still cold with snow on the ground, but D.C. wants to focus on jobs. In the summer, I'm Nick Einelli. Well, Monumental Sports had to say to small business owners about the possible move of the Caps and Wizards to Virginia. I'm Mike Marilla. On the surface, it's a Supreme Court case about fishermen and government monitoring, but it could affect a lot, including the healthcare industry. We'll go in-depth with health affairs coming up at 8.15. Now 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago, where 40 miles southwest of the city, police are looking for whoever shot and killed eight people yesterday and today in three locations. CBS's Peter King. Joliet, Illinois, Police Chief Bill Evans says there is a suspect. Romeo Nance. Nance is 23 years old. He's six foot two, 160 pounds. He's an African-American male. Evans says he knew the people he's accused of killing today in neighboring homes. A total of seven people were found shot to death in these two locations. The first victim was found shot to death yesterday. So far, there is no known motive. Peter King, CBS News. It's down to two GOP presidential candidates as Donald Trump and Nikki Haley face off tomorrow in the New Hampshire primary. President Biden will not appear on the Democratic ballot in New Hampshire. CBS's Matt Piper. The Democratic National Committee approved a new early primary schedule last year supported by President Biden to move South Carolina to be the first primary state. New Hampshire Republicans in control the state government and state Democrats disagreed with the DNC's scheduling change and refused to change state law. Mr. Biden is the first sitting president to not appear on the state's primary ballot. U.S. military officials say the latest strikes targeting Houthi underground storage sites in Yemen have been successful with a wider range of targets, including radars. CBS News military analyst Jeff McCausland. This effort seems to be more deep-seated, more looking at longer-term Houthi capabilities to degrade their longer-term capabilities as opposed to simply concentrating on those missiles that are preparing to be launched. In Israel's parliament... 
Families of hostages held by Hamas stormed a committee meeting demanding a deal to win their loved ones' release. Freezing rain has slickened roads, sidewalks, and parking lots and coated utility lines from northern Arkansas to southern Michigan. Melody Kwok is with the Highway Department in northwest Arkansas's Benton County. Our crews have chains on our vehicles, but they are slipping and sliding. And if they are slipping and sliding, you probably will too. In Texas, heavy rainfall has led to water rescues, and in California, concerns about flooding and mudslides. Filmmaker Norman Jewison died at his home over the weekend. He was 87. CBS's Jim Chenevy looks back. Norman Jewison directed many memorable movies during his decades-long career, comedies like Moonstruck. You love him, Loretta? Ma, I love him awful. Oh, God, that's too bad. Dramas such as In the Heat of the Night. They call me Mr. Tibbs. And the musical Fiddler on the Roof. All three movies earned Jewison Oscar nominations for Best Director. On Wall Street, the Dow closes above 38,000 for the first time. The S&P 500 also reached a record high. Now this. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. 803 here on WTOP, Monday evening, January 22nd, 2024, and some clouds tonight, 29 in Rockville. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Hours after the Montgomery County School Superintendent went public with news that she's been asked to step down from that job, the Board of Education holds a closed-door meeting and issues a brief statement. Let's get the latest on this drama tonight from WTOP's Kate Ryan. Monifa McKnight, who's in the middle of her contract as superintendent of Montgomery County Schools, released a statement Monday saying officers of the Board of Ed asked her to step away. But there's, in her words, no justification for the move and that it violates the terms of her contract. After a late-day closed-door meeting, the Board of Ed issued a statement of its own saying it continues to fulfill its role as an employer, an indication McKnight remains in her job, and that because it's a personnel matter, there would be no further comment. The County Education Association called the situation disturbing chaos and accused McKnight of declaring open war on the Board of Ed, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Also new this evening, one teenager is dead, another wounded in a shooting in northeast D.C. It happened near the Deanwood Metro Station about 3.30 p.m. on Minnesota Avenue. D.C. police say the teens were driving a stolen car from Prince George's County. A stolen Kia automobile it was taken earlier today out of Prince George's County. Um, while traveling northbound in Minnesota, uh, another vehicle, the suspect vehicle, pulled up alongside them. D.C. Police Department Assistant Chief Ramey Kyle. According to Metropolitan Police, three men ran from the scene wearing all black, headed toward Mead Street. Police are searching for a light-colored Acura sedan that was involved in the shooting. There's been an arrest in a cold case in our area. A man who fled the country decades ago after he was charged with killing his wife in Northern Virginia has been returned to Fairfax County to face murder charges more than 30 years ago. Jose Lazaro Cruz is charged with the 1991 killing of Anna Jurado in West Falls Church. Police say Lazaro Cruz left the country with the help of a smuggler. Developments now in Prince George's County. In this case, it's developments about actual development. It hasn't happened where leaders promised it would. 
and a strong need remains for housing that's affordable as well as accessible transit. In recent years, there's been a shift toward more development inside the Beltway and near metro stations where the county wants to see growth and away from neighborhoods that have already been built. But there hasn't been enough of a shift. It's important to ensure that we're incentivizing development to locate in centers as per your plan 2035 vision and policy so we can meet those goals. Tony Feltz is the chief of community planning in Prince George's County and he says the planning department might suggest making it easier to build and with increased density inside the Beltway. And investigating reducing impact fees and target growth areas. Bigger impact fees and other disincentives could be linked to development away from the target areas. Some suggestions may need changes to state law though. John Dome in WTOP News. Despite the cold weather today's focus in dc was on summer the city has started accepting applications for this year's summer jobs program residents between the ages of 14 and 24 are encouraged to apply online dc mayor muriel bowser says last year about 14,000 young people took part in the city's summer jobs program and now the application window is open once again it's time to get ready for summer the program pairs thousands of young people with hundreds of employers so they can receive training and guidance the idea is to help them develop positive work habits and skills that they can use to get a job in the future. In some cases, that exposure tells them exactly what they want to do when they grow up. And sometimes it shows them exactly what they don't want to do when they grow up. And both are valuable experiences. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. After a big announcement that the Caps and Wizards want to move to Alexandria, Monumental Sports has been out and about listening to people who will be directly impacted by the project. Today, over plates of ribs, the small business community got a chance to ask some questions. Are you all going to come over here? <laughs> we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't our plan to come over to Virginia. That was a question from Skylar Kelly, owner of Bridge Coffee in Crystal City, to Jordan Silberman, who oversees all Monumentals properties. It is very important for me to know, yes, as a local business owner, but also as a resident of DMV, like, is this happening? Is this real? And then what are we going to, what, like, what's next? And, you know, so that I can start preparing. During a discussion with small business owners at Pork Barrel Barbecue in Alexandria, Silberman says they are listening, even to those who are against the project so far. We look at ourselves as we're moving into the neighborhood and we're going to be neighbors for the next 40 years. So we want to make sure that we're listening to people and, and understanding their concerns. In Alexandria, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Get ready to pay more to ride Virginia Railway Express. The new VRE budget includes plans for a fare hike and an expansion of service. Starting July 1st, fares would rise by 5%. For the longest trips in the system, that's about 50 cents more. But anybody younger than 18 will be able to ride for free. Right now, only kids age 10 and younger may ride for free when traveling with a paying adult. Discussions are ongoing about when Saturday service will start for VRE. Still ahead here on WTOP, turning a post-COVID corner for one of the big credit card companies. Stay with us at 808. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, and Bob Imler is in the traffic center. Outbound on the Key Bridge, just as you leave M Street, the right lane remains blocked because of the missing manhole cover. Still getting by, single file to the left, and pretty much without delay. Just waiting on a replacement for that manhole cover. Southbound on 95, after Lorton, before Route 1. Uh, what's left of the crashes on the left shoulder. Traffic gets by pretty much without delay now. And on 66, all is quiet. Interloop Beltway at 202, crash on the right shoulder. No delay. So things are in great shape all around the Beltway in both Maryland and in Virginia. And also running pretty freely up and down 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. On 270, there are no delays to report. 
and 50 out to the Bay Bridge is without delay. And back in the district on 295, 695, and 395, all is quiet on this Monday evening. Go electric, the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Travel. Next, it's Veronica Johnson. She's 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Get ready for a major thaw this week. Unfortunately, it's going to coincide with not one but two weather makers. We'll be tracking rain here this time instead of snow. Temperatures overnight dipping down to about 20 to 27 degrees. Tomorrow's rebound will take you up to about 42 to 47 degrees across the area, making it the warmest day that we've had in a little more than a week. I've got mostly cloudy skies and some isolated showers late day and Wednesday morning, more isolated in nature, but hovering so close to freezing in some of our northwestern neighborhoods Wednesday morning. We'll watch for some freezing drizzle or even freezing fog. High temperature on Wednesday, right around 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Rockville 29, Ashburn 33, Fort Washington 31, down to the middle and lower 20s overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour with Jeff Claybaugh. American Express says its cardholder delinquencies have dropped back below pre-pandemic levels. Marriott added more than 400 new hotels last year. Hilton says it opened nearly 400 new properties. Amazon has contributed to converting three 16th Street Northwest apartment buildings in D.C. to affordable housing, bringing the total to 7,300 apartments. The Dow closed above 38,000 for the first time Monday, up 138 points. The S&P 500 also closed at a record. Jeff Glabel, WTOP News. Asia-Pacific markets all higher. Tokyo stocks up 1%, half percent gains for Australia and South Korea's Kospi Index. Still to come tonight here on WTOP, we'll tell you about a case before the Supreme Court. Oral arguments were heard just last week that has the potential to at least partially freeze up the nation's health care industry, depending on how the justices rule. Stay with us at 8-12. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is a professional membership community representing top, vibrant, and diverse leaders who work together to build strong economic growth for the D.C. region. And now, here's Regional Business Insights with Blue Jenkins, President and CEO of Washington Gas, a member of the Greater Washington Board of Trade. For almost 175 years, Washington Gas has been committed to improving life in the DMV. Safety and reliability are just two reasons why Washington Gas is investing in large-scale modernization of our infrastructure region-wide. When you see us on your streets, this is what we're focused on. Learn more at WashingtonGas.com. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is pro-business and nonpartisan. It is where local leaders work together to drive inclusive, resilient, and sustainable economic growth for the region. Go to BOT.org to learn more about the important issues that Board of Trade members are tackling today. That's BOT.org. Coming up here, a fresh move in Maryland to embed abortion rights in the state's constitution. That's coming up later this half hour on WTOP. If you've been watching the NFL playoffs from the sidelines, there's still time to get in the game with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Dave Preston here, and new customers can bet this Sunday's conference championship games with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. FanDuel has so many ways for you to pick up a W, so if you want to follow my picks, go to FanDuel right now. Get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Presto to join today. That's FanDuel.com slash Presto. 
Presto. P-R-E-S-T-O. Yes, I took the last letter off of my last name. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The eggnog is gone. The confetti has settled. Now you're wondering, what's next? Chris Well Chevrolet Buick GMC has the cure for your post-holiday hangover. Up to $10,000 off new Silverado trucks. That's up to $10,000 off the best and brightest selection of new Silverados, all marked down and ready for winter at SilveradoDeals.com. Or warm up to financing as low as 1.9% on new GMC Sierras. Visit Chriswell Chevrolet Buick GMC in Gaithersburg or shop SilveradoDeals.com. That's SilveradoDeals.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. Now 814, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us today. Might be surprised to hear that a case in front of the Supreme Court right now concerning Atlantic herring fishermen has the potential to significantly impact the health care industry. Oral arguments were heard just last week. If the fishermen prevail, courts will be able to question many decisions made by federal agencies. We get more from Health Affairs Editor-in-Chief Alan Weil tonight. He was on Skype. If every time there's ambiguity in the law, people say, well, I can go to court and get them to have a different interpretation than the agency, then really all bets are off. The history of deferring to agencies is about expertise. The agencies have experts. They listen to experts. The courts don't have that. And that's, of course, a big problem if we just expect the courts to decide what's safe or what's going to protect the public. If every time someone doesn't like the decision that an agency makes, they can go to court and no one knows how the court will rule, if different courts will rule differently, how quickly they will rule. It could roll up all the way to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court would be filled with interpreting literally thousands and thousands of statutes. It's just unimaginable. The mind reels a little bit at the volume of potential lawsuits, litigation, reinterpretations of things that we thought were set healthcare regulations. It really could be something that freezes up the healthcare system. And, you know, people say, well, Congress should be more specific. They should be clearer about what they want. And that's just not realistic. Again, we're talking about incredibly complex statutes, many of which have been on the books for decades, and they're not going to revisit every issue. And I don't think people fully appreciate how busy the court's could be the lower courts, not the Supreme Court. But every lower court could just be filled with challenges along these lines. Of course, people know this problem. And so the Supreme Court is, even though they don't like the current regime, is probably going to try to be thoughtful about how to make sure they're not opening the floodgates. It's sort of too bad. Justice Breyer was an expert in administrative law, but he's no longer on the court. He would have a lot to say about a topic like this. I was fortunate enough to take administrative law from him in law school. But that's a a story for another day. It is reasonable to say that if the courts view themselves as the final arbiter of every routine administrative decision made by the executive branch, the works are so gummed up and the uncertainty is so profound that it becomes unmanageable. No way yet to know how far in that direction the Supreme Court will go, but even a modest move in that direction could have very significant implications. All right, Alan, we will watch 
watch to see how the Supreme Court decides that later this year. Meantime, let's discuss what's new in health affairs this week. Yeah, the February issue of health affairs will be devoted entirely to housing and health, looking at topics ranging from why the neighborhood you live in affects your health or what happens when we clear tent encampments of people who are homeless or how does the financial stress of affording housing affect people's health? Topics like that and many more. That's health affairs editor-in-chief Alan Weil. See a preview of the February issue at WTOP.com. Search health affairs. Top stories on WTOP. Montgomery County School Superintendent says the school board wants her out. WTOP is investigating even as the school board meets. GOP presidential candidate Nikki Haley trying to make a big showing in New Hampshire. But polls show she remains far behind Donald Trump. One of two Navy SEALs lost in a military operation off the coast of Somalia has been identified as 37-year-old Christopher Chambers, who was from Maryland. The other SEAL who lost his life is 27-year-old Nathan Gage Ingram. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, we have Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. Around the Beltway in Maryland and in Virginia, everything is running without delay. All earlier problems on the Beltway are out of the roadway And we are delay-free all the way around. Outbound on the Key Bridge, the right lane is still blocked because of the missing manhole cover. Still protecting that lane so that nobody runs into it. Still waiting for uh, uh, service for that to try to replace the manhole cover on the outbound Key Bridge just as you leave M Street. In Virginia, what's left with a crash on 95 south before Route 1 on the left shoulder. And traffic gets by without delay. 395, 95, 66, each running well and pretty much the same story. In Maryland on 270 between the Beltway and Interstate 70, on 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, and on 50 out to the Bay Bridge. I think they've got the work zone set up, though. Eastbound 100 after Arundel Mills should be down to a single lane there. Pizza, pizza, pizza. Now at Nick's Riverside Grill. 1099 Pizza Party lunch specials are a treat. 11.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. every day. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. And we check in with Veronica Johnson. She is 7 News First Alert. Chief Meteorologist. Clear skies this evening and just some scattered clouds overnight. It's going to be dry with our temperatures early tomorrow morning starting out between 20 and 27 degrees. High clouds will quickly increase and will turn mostly cloudy by tomorrow afternoon. Could even have a few isolated showers, especially in our northwestern suburbs. And Wednesday morning, we'll watch for some of those areas that could potentially have some freezing drizzle or freezing fog. Temperatures Tuesday, you're right around the mid 40s for Wednesday, closer to 50 degrees and for Thursday and Friday well into the 60s almost 70 degrees on Friday with still a chance of rain. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now in Manassas we're at 30 degrees Metro Center 35 Frederick 30 some parts of our area could be down to the 20s. Still to come here the cold snap has been hard on water pipes broken water mains keeping repair crews busy across our region. And can you imagine someday a big city like Cleveland or St. Louis Becoming a ghost town, some people are predicting that. We'll get into that coming up as well. Here's Pat Lynch, the founder, CEO, and managing partner of Lynch Consultants on the Business of Defense podcast, sponsored by ASMC on Federal News Network. Lynch Consultants, you know, we are a traditional management consulting firm. And so what we bring to bear is the financial expertise along with the management consulting expertise that gives you the right combination where we zero in on the overlap between finance, IT, and management. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search ASMC. 
The U.S. defense industry is large, complex, and competitive. It is also lucrative for those companies able to navigate it successfully. The American Society of Military Comptrollers helps bridge the gap between the boardroom and the battlefield while supporting transformation in the defense sector. The Business of Defense podcast brings you inside the companies working to achieve this directly from the business leaders and to understand how they create value for their companies and their customers. For more information on ASMC, visit asmconline.org. It's 821. Ciao. I'm Gian Andrea Noseda, the music director of the National Symphony Orchestra. We love shining a spotlight on today's most captivating artists, so we don't want you to miss our next concert. The Wall Street Journal calls him a master pianist with jaw-dropping panache. The LA Times says he creates spellbinding sonic art. And the Washington Post launches elegant, absolutely flawless trills. Extraordinary young pianist Sung Jin Cho makes his highly anticipated return January 25th through 27th in the Kennedy Center Concert Hall following last season's sold-out performances. Witness Cho unleash all the passion and poetry of Beethoven's Piano Concerto No. 4. Nozeda closes the evening with Shostakovich's Epic Symphony No. 5, a masterpiece written in the throes of musical and political rebellion. Don't miss the return of two masters, John Andrea Nozeda and Sung Jin Cho, January 25th through 27th at the Kennedy Center. Tickets at nationalsymphony.org. If you're new to WTOP, welcome. This is where you'll hear news that impacts you. We are hearing about an incident in Bethesda. A storm system is moving across northern Virginia. Two crashes on I-270 with two lanes blocked. Here's the latest expert advice on college admissions. A new drug for Alzheimer's is offering new hope. If you've been relying on WTOP News for years, thank you for being a loyal listener. WTOP News. Facts matter. I heard it on WTOP. Now 823 support. Supporters of abortion rights have marked today's 51st anniversary of Roe v. Wade by introducing a measure that would make the right to an abortion part of the Maryland Constitution. Maryland First Lady Dawn Moore told abortion rights supporters, while states such as West Virginia have closed their doors to abortion, Maryland's doors are open. Democrats outnumber Republicans in Maryland two to one. Well, tis the season, not for uh, tinsel and holiday songs and all that we enjoyed recently. It's the season for water main breaks in part of the D.C. area. Broken pipes are causing numerous road closures and leaving many of us without water. In the past two days, we've seen about 70 water main breaks and leaks. Lynn Riggins with WSSC Water says they're monitoring nearly 6,000 miles of pipes for these main breaks. The cause, a severe drop in water temperature of the Potomac River from 46 degrees to 33 in under two weeks. There are a fair amount of pipes in our system that are older. So when that colder than normal water starts to move through them, it shocks them in a matter of speaking, and those older, brittle pipes tend to break. And it's not just happening to water mains. People were calling us like crazy because pipes inside their homes were breaking. Riggins suggests insulating any pipes that are exposed and not in a heated room. Luke Luger, WTOP News. 824, you don't have to travel all the way back to the Wild West to find ghost towns pretty soon. The University of Chicago says America will be full of ghost towns by the year 2100. They use population prediction to determine major cities. Detroit, Cleveland, St. Louis could become ghost towns. And by then, half of all U.S. cities could lose a quarter of their population. Keeping in mind, these are only predictions, of course. Only us here in D.C. and Hawaii are predicted to grow or stay the same. Sports at 25 and 55. 
at an 825. Let's go to Steve Dresner. And Dimitri, we'll start off with NFL news. ESPN and NFL Network reporting Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan is expected to complete a deal with the Tennessee Titans to become their next head coach. Elsewhere, former Commanders head coach Ron Rivera will be interviewing with the Eagles for their defensive coordinators opening. And it does appear head coach Nick Sirianni will be staying for his fourth season as head coach in Philadelphia. Back to Sunday night's uh, game in Baltimore.